to the Lovish Podcast, and I'm your host, Dr. Sita Hood, vision architect and licensed therapist. Each week, I'm going to help you to develop the belief and strategy necessary to make an immediate impact on the world by deep diving into topics like mental wellness, faith, relationships, and you guessed it, love. I should mention before we hop into the show, this is not a substitute for a relationship with a licensed therapist. You ready? Let's get it. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back for another episode of the Lovish Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Sita Hood. How are you feeling on this wonderful January Tuesday? How's it going for you? Let's do a really quick body scan. We have not done one of those on the show in a while. So a body scan is quite simple. It's just a moment to pause, to slow down with me and take a deep breath in and out. Deep breath in and out. And I want you to notice if you have any areas of tension in your body. Areas of tension in your neck, your back, your hands, your shoulders. Is your stomach okay? Any level of discomfort in your body that maybe you hadn't noticed until I said something. So many times you like to run around getting things done, checking off the boxes on your to-do list that you don't even notice when your body has small aches and pains. And I want you to pause right now and notice the ache, notice the pain, notice the uncomfortable tension that you're holding in your body and just stretch it out. Lift up your arms and reach on the opposite ends of your body. Maybe stand up. Reach your arms towards the heavens. Say, thank you, Lord. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) But you can say that if you want to. Reach up. And we're going to do a rotation at our wrists of our hands. We're going to do a neck rotation. We're going to stretch out our back and we're going to maybe curl up into a ball, rounding out your back and straightening it back up again. And maybe you want to flex those feet, stretch out those legs. If you're still working from home or you're sitting at your desk, probably didn't notice that you need to walk around, go get a cup of water, just stretch out your body really quick before we kill the rest of this workday, okay? Or maybe you're on your car ride to work and you can't do any of that just yet. I just want you to pay attention to your body for a second. How did you sleep? How do you feel today? Where is your emotion at right now? Happy, sad, angry, frustrated, need some coffee, struggling to wake up? Where are you at right now? And where do you want to be? Where do you want to be? If you are frustrated and you want to have a good day, I want to let you know it is entirely possible to still have a good day. You get to choose to be happy. All you have to do is decide what things you need to do between where you are now 
and getting to where you want to be. So if you want to be happy, what do you need right now that would make you happy? Do you need to pause and pray? Pause and worship? Pause and stretch? Go get in line and get some coffee. Talk to a friend. Talk to God. Listen to music. What do you need right now to reset your mood? You are in control. I wanted to start this episode off like that. One, because we haven't had a check-in and a body scan in a while. But two, because this episode is all about how your voice unlocks your vision. And our voice is hindered at an early age a lot of times, right? Like it starts in the little things. We feel something in our body. We like, mommy, my stomach hurts or mommy this or mommy that. And maybe our mom is super busy and trying to do a bunch of other stuff and she loves us and she cares for us, but she's like, oh, you're not puking. Go sit down and play with some toys or something. Oh, you're not this. So go ahead and just, you know, whatever the phrase is to get you on out of the way. So with that, Again, a well-meaning statement, but it can be harmful. Not saying it is harmful in every situation, but it can be harmful because it's cutting off the power of your voice in some situations. Now, maybe hearing that or being redirected wasn't as hard for you, but maybe for some of you listening, that was the first time that you felt like you couldn't really trust your voice, that you felt like you couldn't trust yourself to make decisions about who you are and how you enjoy experiencing the world and, you know, what it is that you need because you tried to communicate a need. And when you tried to communicate it, you didn't feel like it was validated. You were told, go sit down, go to the back, put some Windex on it. That's a little joke from a movie. (laughs) and it'll be okay. Today, I want to talk to you about the power of your voice and how it unlocks your vision. And so that starts even in the little things and paying attention to your body and noticing when your body is telling you to slow down and honoring that. That is a sensor that God put in you. Just like driving a car, there's a sensor that goes off when you need an oil change, when your tire needs to be rotated, when the wheel alignment is off. What you feel, the tension that you feel in your body, the tiredness that you feel, the exhaustion that you feel, the uncomfortableness that you feel in a relationship, those are indicators, indicators that something needs to be looked at. Something needs to be looked into. We need to resolve this situation. We need to regulate your body, regulate your emotions, regulate your system. Vision, voice, and purpose work is so important. So important. I'm not just saying that because I'm a vision architect. I'm saying it because it is, number one, the thing that we were put on this planet to do. But it is also how we find fulfillment in life. And so many times we don't pay attention to the thing that fuels our passion. And you have to understand that your vision, your purpose work is wrapped up in your passion, the things that you're passionate about. And it seems really foolish, but it comes as a hidden package, right? I know people that 
love, you know, designing clothes or somebody like me, like one of my passions, which seems so weird, random, etc. Planner. I'm a planner girl. Shout out to all my planner bays and my digital planner bays. I don't discriminate though, like paper or digital, you all good with me. <laughs> but like planning, that has been something that I have enjoyed literally since they put a planner in my hand, okay? I can remember being a kid and playing, quotation marks, playing with my siblings and pretending to take them to school and fill out registration paperwork. <laughs> Nerd alert, and I don't even care, okay? I used to make up the names and I'd be like, oh, okay, let me register my daughter for school. Yeah, okay. This is her name. This is the phone number. Like, I have just always liked that for whatever reason. Now, as an adult, I am not going to sit up here and tell y'all that I like registering my kids for stuff or even me for stuff, right? Like that's not a passion of mine. But I think what was interwoven through my experiences in life was the simple act of planning for a thing, like visually imagining something and then taking the steps to see it come to life. So your experiences matter. Your story matters. Your voice matters. You matter. You hear me say that all the time because it is true. You have a ton of things that are in your face all the time telling you that you're not special. You're not this or girl, everybody's doing that or everybody got that or whatever. I want you to not fall prey to the lie. Okay. I don't care if somebody else is doing a podcast talking about exactly what you want to talk about. It's still a unique spin when you're speaking. I don't care if somebody's doing a retreat like you want to do it. It's still a unique spin when it's your retreat. I don't care if somebody's singing about the same thing that you're singing about or dressing in the same clothes that you're dressing about. You have a unique spin on what you were created to do. You were put on this earth to solve a specific problem. And that means that your experiences are uniquely designed to impact you in a specific way for your character development. That's why comparison sucks. That's why there's this move of even people that are so drained by social media right now because it is hard to get on social media and not compare yourself because that is the way that the algorithm and everything else is set up. If you are not intentional about the purpose for using it, even watching social media can snatch away pieces of your voice. It can bury pieces of who you are authentically. But we have to uncover your voice so that you can hone into your vision and become the confident woman that you were created to be. Now, if y'all watched Encanto last year, I talked about Encanto on the podcast because that's my movie, period. <laughs> Cousin Dolores could hear a pin drop. Okay, I'm not going to go on to the songs, but I've watched that movie a bunch of times. And today I want to talk to you again about Maribel. Maribel found her gift, her purpose, and her voice by following her vision. Right. So they kind of play into each other, vision and voice. You find those things together. I want you to understand this here. Um, if you've, if you've not seen the movie, 
and you don't care about spoiler alerts, you can continue listening. But if you care about spoiler alerts, I'm about to spoil it all. So, you know, I don't know what you want to do with that. So there's a part in the movie where Maribel is searching for something, right? She's she's searching. She She's disappointed, but at the same time, she's super happy that her little cousin got his gift. And she's having this moment of realization that she's not fine. She's not okay. She doesn't know her purpose. She doesn't know what she's meant to do. She doesn't know where she fits in in her family. And as she's going through this sort of life crisis of understanding that, she starts to see cracks develop in the house cracks develop in this seemingly perfect foundation and she goes in to try to warn her family and they come out and nobody sees the cracks nobody could see the vision how she saw it or even when she saw it so and the when is important because if you recall later on in the movie the cracks and the candle burning and all of that stuff happened exactly as it happened in her vision but she saw it before everybody else So she saw it at the most inopportune time. The time for you to act is going to pull you out of your comfort zone. And it's going to have you look in some type of way, even to the people that are closest to you, because she was in this party and she burst in the party. She was like, oh my God, the house, there's cracks in the foundation. And everybody was alarmed. And when, when they came out and they didn't see it, then grandma's like, okay, guys, the magic is fine. We're strong as ever. Don't listen to her, blah, blah, blah. And I'm sure that that was very invalidating. And I want you to think about the experiences that you've had. How many experiences have you had where you meant well, you were attempting to warn somebody or even just share a piece of your vision or share what you see in the way that you saw it and somebody was like, mm girl, that's not going to work. Or um, don't you want to like reconsider that a little bit? It's okay, y'all. She just tweaking a little bit. But maybe you were serious about the thing that you presented. And it felt really invalidating and it snatched away a piece of who you know you were designed to be, who you know you were meant to be. So then Maribel looks closer into the vision, right? After that disappointment. And she starts asking questions where people are like, "Uh uh-uh, girl, leave that alone. That's not smart. You shouldn't go down that path. Everybody was afraid to go down this particular path, but she felt like she had to pursue it. She needed to know more about this vision. She had to lean into her vision. And along the way, she was trying not to upset the apple cart, but she was. And she couldn't really explain why she needed to know and needed to understand and needed to pursue the vision. All she knew is that she had to. There was something that was drawing her deeper, drawing her in. She saw several different outcomes in her vision, but they were all based on the choices that she made. As she continued to go, she has to make the choice to either stay where she was and how she was and let the family fall apart. Or was she going to partially commit to finding her voice or a piece of the vision and do everybody else a disservice leading to the inevitable, the breakdown of her family? Or 
Was she going to go all in no matter how foolish she appeared at the ceremony or how she had to step outside of herself to apologize to somebody and make amends to somebody that she didn't want to make amends to or dig up past issues to discover the truth and bring healing to everybody around her? Finding her voice meant that she had to follow her vision regardless of where it carried her. And it was scary, but she was rewarded in the best way possible. Your voice, your vision, your purpose, your mission has been in front of you your entire life. And it might have gotten snuffed out slightly by people in your life or experiences that you had, but it doesn't make it any less relevant. So I want to tell you today that you find both your voice and your vision when you lean into it, when you start to say how you feel, when you start to stick your neck out there and do the thing. I was talking to somebody the other day and she's like, well, what do you think about this? I'm just so afraid to make this move. I need somebody to tell me, blah, blah, blah. I said, you don't need anybody to tell you anything. What do you think? What do you feel? Because at the end of the day, you have to simply make a choice. And then you have to deal with the consequences of where your choice takes you. But you also have to know that regardless of what choice you make, you're going to be okay. Because you have a father who loves you. You have a father that guides you. You have a father, you have a father that knows how to course correct your path should you find yourself off the path. And most of the time when your heart's posture is in the place that it should be, which is seeking alignment with the father and his will for your life, you're going to be redirected. You're going to be walking in the right direction when you think that it doesn't make sense. So going back to Maribel, when she went to go and apologize to Isabel, she helped Isabel to discover another gift inside of her. And to use that gift way differently than she has seen it before. And what Maribel discovered at the end was that she was using her gift all along. Her gift was encanto. Her gift was the charm. Her gift was seeing and pulling other gifts out of other people. And she found her voice in that process. And she followed her vision. So it's all interwoven. And like I usually do when we have episodes like this, I want to leave you with some questions to help you unlock your voice and unlock your vision. So I'll give you a second to get your pen, your paper, and I'm going to give you some questions. Ready? Okay. What are ways you feel like your voice has been snuffed out? This could be from your past, or it could be present. could have been three weeks ago. What are you passionate about? And why does this excite you? What's your vision for your life in the next year? The next two years? The next five years? How does this vision relate to your passion? Why is it important? If somebody else is doing the work that you like to do, what makes your assignment different? Now, with this question, this is not an invitation to compare in the sense that you need to measure up and be better than. It's just different. 
right? If we think about Chick-fil-A and Popeye's, that's two different forms of chicken, but it's still chicken, right? What makes the experiences different? For me, I'm probably going to go ahead and say that um, the fries at Popeye's is definitely hidden over the fries at Chick-fil-A. Although the fries at Chick-fil-A are not bad. I enjoy those fries as well. <laughs> it's just different. You still eat at both places. Maybe. I do. So not comparison, meaning you have to change yourself. But comparison, meaning what's different? What sets you apart? How does your voice uniquely contribute to this passion project, to this purpose work? All right. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Lovage Podcast. We talked about how your voice unlocks your vision and how voice and vision are pretty much intertwined as partners in this process of purpose work. We talked about how your voice might have gotten snuffed out by well-meaning people, but why your unique experiences matter and how they contribute to how you see the world and this purpose work. And then we concluded with me giving you some journal prompts to help you start the process of uncovering your voice and unlocking your vision. If you enjoyed today's episode, share the love, share with your mama, share with your best friend, and then head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. Reviews help the podcast to grow. Well, that is all I have for you today, and I will see you out in these social media streets.